What's up? I'm Frank. This is Tom. And, and this, this is, is the, the Frank, Frank and Tom, Tom Show. Please listen. I have nothing to say. Up next on the season finale of Tank of Sharks, two strapping young gentlemen who have claimed to revolutionize the podcasting industry. We're negative $300 for the year. We've lost a ton of listeners. And you know what? We're going strong and we can't wait to be a part of the show. We are here seeking $45,000 for a 5% stake in our show, The Frank and Tom Show. Okay, okay. It says here that you're looking for $45,000 for 5% of your podcast show. Tom, where do you guys get this value from? It it also says you're negative $300 for the year. Well, uh, I mean, we really think we have something very unique and different to offer the world. Yeah, because I already own about two dozen uh, podcasts, uh, a few radio stations, uh, two TV stations, uh, and, a, and a satellite. So shall me on this podcast, okay? Look, 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 man, I think Tom and I's main intention of coming on the Tank of Sharks is really to just get some publicity from you guys because our show isn't doing too well. We need guidance. We need someone that's going to help get our show out there, target the right audience, Basically, do everything we need. We need money for a new studio. We need your money. We need you to advertise us nationwide, really. I mean, we have what it takes to put the show together. We just need you guys to do everything else. Look, we were brainstorming about what we really need, and we just need someone else to give us a bunch of money. If you know someone that knows how to get podcasts off the ground, just get them involved, and we'll be off and running. Now, I've heard your podcast before, and uh, i got to say I like it, but... uh, 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 How does Hold on, Billy Bob. Right, all right. I've got to bow out because clearly I've been designing women's clothing for years and I know nothing about podcasting. So for those reasons, I'm out. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've been heavily invested in the FM, AM radio stations and and shows like that for many years. Everybody knows I'm like the radio king around Cincinnati, Ohio. So for those reasons, guys, I really like your show and I think you're going somewhere. But for those reasons, I'm out, guys. I'm out. Yeah, and as a cattle rancher, uh, you know, I understand the doo-doo. Uh, I like doo-doo. But <laughs> in your case, you guys are just like the bad kind of doo-doo. Uh, so for those reasons, uh, good luck to you, but I think I'm out. Listen, guys. This is Dr. Clausen. I listened to your show right before the program, and I have to say, it is one of the worst podcasts I have ever heard. Those reasons, I am so out. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. It was a valiant effort, guys. It really was. Um, But it's time to go. See yourself out the door. You've been tanked. Backstage with Freaky Tom of the Freaky Tom Show. How'd it go, you guys? Man, I think it went great, Tom. What do you think, dude? Perfect. It went perfect. It went exactly as planned. Mm-hmm. Love the positive attitudes. 
Yeah, I think they were interested in us, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll get a deal. I, I, I know they said no or whatever, but I don't, I don't think no always means no. You know no, what I mean? They kind of like looked at us like they're gonna have someone call us. That's what I mean. Like especially in business, right. you know, you just gotta be persistent. I I'm think, definitely calling yeah. every single one of them a lot. I'm pretty sure the deal they want to give us, they just don't want to say on TV. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, man. Well, I'm pretty sure the cattle rancher man called you uh, doo doo. So uh, yeah. there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> we'll have to go back on that show one day. Yep. Seriously. Hey, everybody. October 18th, Frank and Tom show. 2021. It's Monday. And this year's going by so fast, huh? Look at that. It's true. It's I Monday. Mean, like, 2020 was a thing. But now we're all already almost all the way through 2021. It's almost Halloween, and it's it like, is Monday, like Frank said. I've got we got a special costume plan for Halloween, like always, of course. But um, yeah, man, freaking that's uh, pretty cool. I'm glad to be back in the studio to do the podcast. We had a lot of fun yesterday, and uh, we were on that show. Uh, the show Tank of Sharks. Tank of Sharks. Yeah. Yeah, that's a new show, so you might not have seen it yet, but that Texas billionaire. Yeah, it's like a it's a totally original idea. It's a pilot. He's yeah, it's like they, there's a cattle rancher, a doctor. Never been a done. Cattle rancher? Uh, like, oh, is he a rancher or is well, he? Well, he like, owns a lot of radio. Does he make his money from shit? There's oh. another. There's the the Radio King, that. some Radio King out there, I guess. Well, from heard. Cincinnati, Ohio. He's radio King of Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah to be verified. That's right. Yeah. Somebody will email us. I mean, it seems like he. I, I thought that he was gonna say yeah, like he would have. I thought he would have given us a, a deal. You know? Not upset that you guys didn't invite I was, me. I was hoping for a deal to take a sharks. I'm surprised. But you know, it was cool. I had I caught up. You had on things shit. to do. Anyway. No, I, yeah, I caught up on stuff at home. Well, I think it was clearly evident just in that you know commercial just, uh, that we obviously had everything together, and it was the show that really didn't. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm surprised yeah. they haven't. I, I thought mean, they were gonna. It's give a pretty you good idea for a concept for a show, though. I'm I'm surprised they haven't done a show like that already. You know yeah. what I mean, Frank? Yeah. yeah. I, w- I you know, in retrospect, I wish I wouldn't have told them that I, um, you know, was only there for their publicity. That's true. For yeah, their I, pilot viewers, to, you know, to later find out that they had no viewers yet because the show is brand yeah. new. Hopefully, we can we can get some publicity from it though. Yeah. You guys, the audience was like really digging you guys. Yeah, no, yeah, we had them. That was a very enthusiastic audience. audience Well, you know, you know, my these, dude. I came out, you know, I came out guns blazing, you know, flashing my tits, all this, everything I could do to really get the crowd going. You were wearing one of those tank tops. Yeah, yeah, you know, yelling, flash your titties. So, uh, yeah, you know, in in the uh, in in light of all of that, uh, we're celebrating. The interesting thing yeah, is celebration. the interesting yeah. thing I should say is that do- that guy Doctor Clausen was on there. Didn't that guy call him the show one time? Yeah, yeah. Call- I absolutely. He was on yeah. the Tank totally. of Sharks oh, show. Totally. What a coincidence! No, he's. Dude. You know what's weird I mean, is he's a doctor, but he's one of those weird guys that obviously is obsessed with us. Like, well, what is he a doctor mm-hmm. of? That's what I want to know. And yeah, he's almost like a stalker. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of weird. He's a weird guy. Seems like the space is opening up in the in the radio realm, like I was talking about. One of my favorite shows. Some turmoil's going on. The producer quit. 
He's like an inspiration for me to do this stuff. Well, maybe we can take their place. That's all I'm saying, Tom. I think it's time for us to move. Let's send a, to national radio. Let's send them a copy of that Tank of Sharks episode. No, maybe they can. Uh, that'll catapult us. Oh yeah, that that's going to be the one we're gonna get all the views off of. I hope so. I figured that that commercial will catapult us mm-hmm. into superstardom, the superstardom we've always wanted. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I always say that. You're always I always say that. In this small town, we yes. all get a dose of fame. So, like everybody knows everybody. So yeah. it's like everybody knows what it's like to walk into Stater Brothers, and then look yeah. over, and be like, "Fuck, dude." I don't like I I'm almost obligated to say hello to that person, but I'm not going yep. to like I'm going to scoot my ass down yep. this other aisle real quick. And like, I don't see <laughs> you right now. There's a restaurant that I worked at the bear house. And that's the main one that I get uh, all that kind of t- that kind of shit from because I'm like bear house famous. I'm yeah, like, I got my picture on the wall and shit. I, see? Was, I was in the bear house band. Crestline? You know I mean? It's like well, if you walk around C-town. the bear house, there's there. actually pictures all over the restaurant of like random locals, dude. Like like partying and things right. like that. It's kind of funny. It's kind of cool. I'm up there a lot. But uh, uh, I was gonna say, you know, like what's funny because we live in like a California small town. Because like they, like if we have listeners out in the Midwest and stuff, like some real small towns, like they laugh at the fact like our hometown of Crestline has like eleven, twelve thousand people. Yeah, like, it's, it's a, good a small town, like. Yeah. Yeah, we know. We always people. say things like we know everybody because it seems like you do because you see someone you know when you go out. But there's in in reality, you know, on our side of this mountain, we have about twenty five thousand people. Yeah, there's so a like, shit ton of people. I see actually, I've I've there's people on this mountain that I've known, like from back in the day that I haven't seen in like ten years yeah. at all one time, and, and they live on this mountain. Oh yeah. No, it's wild. I haven't even seen them in passing. Oh, yeah. It's a crazy population. You know what's weird? And then when you see them, you'll see them like six times in a row. Yeah. After fucking 10 years. And you know what else is weird? You'll Sometimes you'll see like people you don't know or someone's car you don't really know, but you recognize it all over the place. Yeah. I see you all over the place. I don't even know you. Yeah. Why can't I see like that old friend I have that... I never talk to anymore that I could easily go find and talk to. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Yeah, our area is not very big, but I mean, a mile up here is is a it's not the same as a mile somewhere else. Is it like a nautical so, mile? You can't well, judge mile, it, bro. Like a mile is five thousand two hundred and eighty feet, right? But up on the mountain, a mile is five thousand six hundred and twenty feet. I think that's what he's saying. Like it's a little bit more when you're on a mountain. <laughs> No, there's a lot. Actual you got to put in a lot more work to get that no, I'm one. I'm just kidding. To drive that one mile or walk that one mile. That's awesome. <laughs> Everything's a twisty as windy road. So, man, a lot's True. been going on True. since we, True, Drew. Since we last True. got back in here. Oh, yeah. um, one of the things I wanted to talk oh, about was, get in. was something that's another just always been a, a passion of mine. It's going to peel out. And mm-hmm. something that I've always been a huge fan of, and that's boxing. And couple weeks back now, I believe it was maybe a a week or two ago, Tyson Fury and, uh, you know, Deontay Wilder Wilder. had their trilogy fight. And um, did you see it, Drew? Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) I mean. But, wow. I I know, yeah. I know a little late to the party to talk about it, but um, I haven't been able to talk about it on the podcast. But I would just like to echo everything that I've been hearing as somebody who bought the fight and watched it. I was like freaking blown away at these two 
massive individuals big right beating the shit out of each other for so long and like giving it right everything like it was the but looking like the most professional fight too yeah it was it was uh you've just heard so many people be like this is exactly what boxing needed boxing needed this too i mean to make this you know a thing again like you know, you, we haven't seen a fight like this since since like the old days. You know, and um, it's pretty cool. I was yeah, boxing way can be really exciting. I, I don't particularly like know the fighters out there's names or like you know watch it, but uh, yeah. every now and then when I catch a piece of it, it's it, it can be exciting for sure. Yeah, I, I think well, I so. feel a lot of embarrassment for Deontay Wilder. Just can't help me. I can't help it. And I feel bad for him. Yeah. He well, you know, he he knows what he's signing up for, said. and he's uh he's also a huge. He shouldn't have treated things the way he did. I I get the impression that he's just you know he's a huge showman too, you know. So is he that, fi- is that he, heavyweight? Yeah, he finally sacked yeah. up. Yeah, Tyson Fury came in at like two seventy seven. Jeez. Yeah, just huge, dude. Monster. Fucking monstrous. And um, you should but, fight Mike Tyson. But yeah, like you know, as far as Wilder, you know, he issued his statement finally, and you know, said up, you know, thank you to Tyson Fury and everything like that. But like, um, you know, it's a big show, and they've got to put on a big show. Badass boxer though, Tyson Fury. Oh man, yeah. I wanted to talk about him. Where's he from? He's incredible. He's from England. Gypsy King, bro. He's just super dope, dude. His dad's a badass boxer. His brother, brother looks nothing like him. It's weird. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're just, you know, they're a bunch of gypsies. Right. They fucking, they're fighters. That's a terrible fucking gypsy thing. Dude, I, oh, you hear I, I, dude I'll never forget it. We were, uh, you like dykes? We were at St. Patrick's Well in Ireland. Old, he's a big old, bald white dude. And, um, we, we were, we were sleeping, Tara and I, and like three o'clock in the morning, dude, this gypsy that looked like fucking Braden Ferguson comes fucking pounding on our, our, uh, our van window and, and uh there's like a you know like there was like a gypsy camp like right up the road and uh, i think for maybe a you know he just thought he'd mess with us or something but. you want to buy a caravan <laughs> no exactly but there's on a trade they're legit they're real dude you, you like roll guys? up and, and oh, you don't uh, mess with them gypsies yeah <laughs> but they're they're really cool i want to mess with those guys uh yeah i ended up like um and girls Remember yeah checking snatched? it out oh, like fuck. there's a there's a decent population of them you know like um where in, in, in Ireland? In, in Ireland, yeah. You like dogs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wrong, you like dogs? Set of the, the wrong yeah. areas oh, dogs. Dogs. I'm back caravan from me, ma. Like, from me, ma. From me, ma. For his ma. <laughs> it's like... For his ma. Crazy. For his ma. Me, ma. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're everywhere, though, dude. <laughs> you better watch out for them. I'm sure I, I probably have some gypsies that I'm related to out there. I'll probably never make it. I to probably Ireland. came from like a, a group of gypsy. Uh, mm. No, I'm kidding. I was, I was probably from like some proper. I don't even know. Proper I- Irish. Yeah. So this is it here. So thirty thousand, thirty-one thousand. We'll say, basically, Irish travelers is what they're called, but they're gypsies. They're legit, and uh, they just travel around Ireland. They have a movement. Yeah. They they just they do you know, and they they roll around and they just set up shops mm-hmm. and. They set up their little camps and stuff like that. But, yeah, that was dope to actually see one in action banging on my window. You know? 
Um, the last couple of podcasts, I, I did get, you know, into talking about the whole staying um, positive and staying motivated, moving forward and things like that. And I always like to keep that reiteration and keep that like a mantra in the show. Um, and, and it's funny because the more that I get involved with it, and I'm sure that anybody, any human being alive runs into the same thing while trying to keep a positive mind frame. Um, and it's something that I wanted to talk to the guys about because I'm sure we all battle with it, but like, um, I'll notice that it's just there, there's a lot to it actually, because there's like so many different things and aspects of life that you can like turn a negative vibe to, or, or have a negative attitude towards. But the thing is, is that is infectious I've found. And like, so I can't slip in any aspect like, um, uh, it was just fun. It was funny. I was just joking with Tara about it, but it was like, you know, she, um, I, I, I like to call when I get off work and be like, what, do, you know, what do we need from the store? Some, something simple as that. Right. But, um, so basically what I was telling her is that, you know, like if I'm, if I'm showing some sort of complacency with those type of things, with simple tasks, like just keeping the household afloat with like necessities, you mm -hmm. know, after work, like it's not an inconvenience to me basically, but she was like, you know, making sure it wasn't an inconvenience to me, but it's also another eye opener that in every aspect of me trying to keep a positive outlook and try to keep a positive attitude and a positive mind frame is that, you know, like I'll notice, like I said, like even those little moments, like, um, you know, they can be infectious to the big moments where I need to really have a positive like mind frame and, um, you know, like and I'm in, and, and trying to tackle that type of stuff, too. But it, I find I'm I'm personally finding that um, the well is deep and I've probably been wasting a lot more time than I have been utilizing how like, you know, how effective I can be with my time and like you know providing for my family that is because that's number one you know right works one thing but like always your relationships with the ones you love you have to nurture those so that's the most important part you know so you always got to be making moves to do that but um i don't know i found that yeah. kind of funny do you well, guys ever i gotta work on too yeah i mean Listening i don't even that, it yeah it's really close to home in ways and things i gotta probably check on yeah check myself on too yeah, for sure, and definitely make sure that I keep that positive attitude during these simple things that I always got to do. I did really good today. I got woken up at three o'clock in the morning, babe, babe. The boxes are outside. It's starting to rain. Can you go get the boxes? <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, you know, whatever." And uh, cardboard? Were they cardboard? Yeah. Oh yeah, full well, of Drew. Full of personal things, right? So I laid there for a few seconds to wake up, and then I checked the weather just to see what it said. Blah, blah. She goes, I don't want you to be grumpy. I was like, no, it's all good. It's okay. And then I went out there, and I and I was out there forever because I had to do a few things. But 3 o'clock in the morning, and as soon as I walked in my in my front door, the power went out, and the entire neighborhood went pitch black. That's crazy. Is that when the car hit the pole? Or the tree. The tree. Yeah, tree. car hit the tree, and the tree hit the pole. I don't think there was a car, but there was a tree. It was just a tree that fell. Fuck. I put the car in there. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I was going to say, dang, how would you know? You oh, know? because like, it's the mountain. You know well, it's that small town shit, you know. Oh yeah, because you know all the way from where he lives, it, it traveled over here. Yeah. When, well, no, on like Facebook via just word, Facebook, word of mouth. Facebook right. rim, 
Rim of the World, Husker Duskers. Ooh, I don't, I'm not, I don't know that one. Yep. Yeah, it was funny, right? So a tree, so a, so a car hit a tree and the tree fell over and hit the power line. Go on. I really, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. But yeah, I Nobody walked in my even, kitchen yeah. and I shut the door and then and then uh, the. I put the box down, one of these boxes down on the floor, and then the power just went out. Did you work today? Then it just went pitch black. No. Because of the rain? Yeah. Pretty much. You know, so my, you just hung out with no electricity all day? It it came on. That's kind of nice. Did you do a, the fire? A fire? In the fireplace? No, I just have a heater. Oh, no, this morning I, I escorted my girlfriend to work. Phone. Right? I Phone led her day. out of I led a leader out of VOE, the back like around <laughs> you know, side streets by Troy's house or whatever. Yeah, or his mom's old house. Fucking phone day. I had to lead her out of there and and go with her to work in the other car just to keep make sure she was safe. No, but okay, so I mentioned this dude hmm. before hmm. Napoleon Hill. And so if you if you look uh, into Napoleon Hill stuff, like um he's got he, he was like one of the first guys to do this, you know, the whole positive mind frame stuff. And he does this. He was the, one of the first guys to be positive. Ever. Wow. Ever. Because life it's was so terrible. World. It was so terrible up until the world. early 1900s that it was just like, no, but you positive. know what I mean? So he was oh, giving God. seminars, basically, is oh, what I'm saying. For sure. And I'm sure he wasn't the Are first you one. You're right, like Tom. Because like the, tonic salesmen and like shit early, like that. The early 1900s? Yeah. So this is when Napoleon Hill wrote these books, and then um, so but you can get you can get the books online like um, audio books or whatever or just you know but anyways the idea his idea you know it, it's it's a real it's it's not it's not groundbreaking you know and he he admits that as well it, it's just a matter of like um, to help you to identify. Um, th- if, if like for speaking for myself specifically, you know, for other people, it's probably a bunch of different things you might be trying to heal or fix or whatever. But for myself, you know, it's really just keeping that positive mind frame and 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 keeping a trajectory on what I'm trying to, um, yeah, you know, my the goals I'm trying to reach for sure. So, um, so no, with that with that being said, the, the, really simplistically, and initially when I heard it, I was like, "This is fucking silly," you know. But I've, every time I've come across kind of self help stuff or like this aggressive way of, or aggressive positivity, if you will, I've always kind of been like initially, and I think it's my ego and my machismo just being like, you know, oh, fuck that, you know, initially, you know. But but I I, I allow myself to um to get past that, thankfully, uh, at a certain age. Thank thank the the heavens that I'm able to do that. But, um, anyways, yeah. Right. So, so this, his idea, right. Is that we wear a medallion and this is it, right. Mm. Sounds silly, but you wear a medallion and facing the world. You want to have PMA, your positive mental attitude, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, you want to keep the negative NMA towards you. You know, and, and and even if I'm not using the right acronym, he might be like PTO or GTO. I don't fucking know. Anyways, the idea is that we wear this medallion. Right. And you want to keep that positivity shining outwards, you know. And the thing is, is that I, I think we've all heard it a million times is that, you know, um, positivity outward brings back positivity, you know, and like, um, you know, positive outcome brings 
or, you know, positivity will bring a positive outcome most of the time, you know, and even if it doesn't, you've got a better attitude about failing, failing, you know, and, um, but, you know, another thing that, that we always talk about too, is that, you know, being prepared for those type of things, you know, and, and, um, another fucking, yeah. uh, thing that I got back into was this, uh, Danny Dixon's, uh, a $180 in a dream podcast. And like, um, he's got this specific episode that really got me going and, um, definitely set me on a path for wanting to achieve the same thing um, as far as using a platform and allowing um, my positive to project your positivity. Exactly. To do that. So, um, you know, he's got this episode called uh, the dictation of your fixation. And um, I would definitely recommend anybody to listen to it. And it's this extreme positive fucking almost overboard, like, um, but man, does it get me through my day sometimes now? It's weird. And I go back to this single episode where he's he's talking about this. And he, like I think it's up. I think it yeah, exactly. But I think it's really, too, because he's so relatable, especially to myself. I think we're like basically the same age. But he is, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, Dixon Flannels is just constantly growing. And it's just like um, he's he's an amazing entrepreneur and uh and definitely, you know, I credit well, a lot of what I try to achieve on the Frank and Tom show to, yeah. to, to listening to that shit. Um, but, you know, I, I would just like to, to say for myself, it's definitely, a, you know, it's not a battle, but it's something where I'm recognizing in all sorts of areas that I need to keep my medallion facing forward with a good attitude, man. And, um, you know, not let that negativity come in and um it just seems better for myself to be honest with you it mm -hmm. seems better it seems easier for me not to drink it seems easier for me not to um uh have any sorts of anxiety you know because i'm real prone to fucking butterflies and just you know even sometimes before the podcast i'll just be like almost <clears throat> gaggy you know like nervous nervous or whatever say, you do, know i get that way when it comes down to me recording with a voice yeah, so, something like that. Like right? I can do well, the voices all day, every day, but when it comes down to recording something, I'm like, oh no, I'm on the spot. Yeah, I don't really. Ooh, I I, I, I feel, I feel a little, always feel a little anxiety before I do like a live show or something. Mm. And I felt a little anxiety, a little bit like if if we've sometimes if we've had guests that are you know on, but I don't generally feel that way these days on this show. I got some quotes, though, here from uh, Napoleon Hill. You got some good ones, Tom? Let us have them. And then also, too, I mean, I, I always just fucking, once I get started, I'm like a freight train, but I did want to hear from you guys on what you thought about, like, those type of moments and whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, let's hear those quotes, dude. Oh, for sure. You know, like, uh, whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. True words. All right. The starting point of all achievement is desire. Right? You have to want it. Yeah. You have to want it, you know? Yeah. If you cannot you need it. do great things, do small things in a great way. Yeah. So <laughs> do be good at the things that you do. Yeah. You know? So so in in this book that that I was listening to Tom r pertaining to that that second thing that you just said like basically you have to desire these things, right? Um the concept is is that so if you want to break you know, uh, the, you know, the cycle, I think for 
um, you know, for myself, I, I, I think I can definitely, I, I almost paused for a second. I'm like, do I even, do I want to talk about this type of stuff on the, on the show? But whatever. Yeah, sure. I, I of course. Um, so, you know, growing up, my parents never desired money, you know, never really desired like to, um, you know, capitalize on, on certain, just on just working to, to, uh, uh, get money. Basically. Yeah. I, I think the only way that I can think of it is that they just simply didn't care about money. Well, they, you know, they lived in this little mountain town and, right. and, uh, they were content and comfortable in their uh, ways, the things that they did. Right. And uh, that's all they that they needed. Yeah. So the only thing, you know, because they got plenty of love. So they're they able to love. Of course, they're human beings and stuff, you know, and stuff. But what what it, it leads to is is a break in the chain. You know, it's where stability falls off because in being a human being and being a part of society, it's almost a necessity to desire. You don't have to desire riches, but I think it's important to, keep to progressing d- forward, progress forward. But I think it's mostly important to desire happiness. And but to to really get that happiness, I think we all know what we need is is clearly we need, you know, stability. So to get stability, oftentimes it comes with some sort of financial fucking yeah. backing you know at least enough to well, get the you way our to where you're happy because i i don't think it's about being filthy rich because i i was oh i've always said that the biggest difference between you know the rich people and the poor people is what's in their refrigerator mm-hmm. everybody's busting their ass every mm-hmm. night everybody's all stressed to their fucking max and and you know walking around you know trying to fill somebody else's shoes and all that shit but um you know, like because they say there's really only a certain amount of money that people can people can make per right. year, um, that's gonna help them like be like gain happiness. Right. And it's a past re- that is just like <laughs> it's like a fucking like, uh, you don't even need it. Right. You know? Yeah. Like uh, you know, Je- uh, Jesse Ventura. I like Jesse Ventura. He was a ex professional wrestler. I like. He was the governor I like of Minnesota. Him, he used Jesse to be the a Body Ventura expert. He Jesse the Navy, Body Ventura. The guy was a Navy SEAL. Like Fuck the yeah. guy's a war hero. He's like a dude. hero. He was in, yeah. Uh, he was he in had a sick ass conspiracy show too, dude. Dude, he's, he's all. Dope, he was the. Dude. He was the. He was elected governor of Minnesota as an independent. You know, yeah. but like he said all sorts of stuff. You know, he he's. But uh, anyway, like, um, you know, I, I can't even remember what in the heck I was going to say about him now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tom! What were we talking about? What were we talking about? We were just <laughs> talking about, you know, being positive and having a fart. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. But anyway, Jesse like. Ventura is a cool guy. He is, a, he is a, uh, a, a cool dude. He's a smart guy. And I don't know. I just. Whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say, man. Yeah, yeah. No, fuck it, man. It'll come to me. It'll come yeah. back to me. Yeah. So you know, like, so he's got that. This Napoleon back to Napoleon Hill. He's got that whole, you know, like, um, you know, think and grow rich type thing. But it was desire. It's desire, basically, is what sets us apart. That's what we were talking about, Tom. Yeah, Jesus we were talking Christ. about how much money, how much money, yeah. uh, and know, then one one could make before it doesn't it doesn't even matter anymore, right? Know? 
Yeah. Yeah. I I like those contests that were like five grand a week, win five thousand dollars a week. I know, right? It's always so for the tempting. rest of your life. Yeah. So well, no. What I was gonna say about Jesse that, Ventura that was, uh, I remember now, he he actually, I think it was him that was was talking about how he thinks that there should be a uh, like a like a uh, a maximum wage. You know, there's a minimum oh, wage. He sure. thinks there should be a maximum wage. Who oh, needs wow. more than a few hundred grand? The like maximum wage is like millions of dollars a year. Yeah. But still, it's like twelve million dollars a year or something like that. It's like the maximum wage. Like yeah. he he thinks I can't remember the exact number, but like he's like you know because if if you're making like twelve million a year or whatever, like you don't need any ever need more money than that. You know. Yeah. You can figure it out. And oh, but everything else should go to like you can know, I don't know trying life. to help the rest of the world. Yeah. Like because you can't you just 12. give people money and expect things to get better but you no. can use that money to help other nations and other impoverished areas of the world uh build infrastructure and like farming and all sorts of the things they need and like right. build the stuff that can help them create an economy you know like and if all the billionaires on the planet and all the richest people had like an actual salary cap yeah you know, like, say that like the tank of sharks like, I like that twelve. Say like Jeff, Jeff, uh, yeah, Jeff Bezos had has fifty billion dollars or whatever, but instead, oh, he has like he had a just whatever, like whatever he has, it's There's ridiculous. So like instead <laughs> of you know, like hundreds and Bill of Gates and all that, like instead of that, he makes twelve million a year, yeah, and all the rest of his money, you know, it sounds crazy, but all the rest of that money goes to like helping build a better world. There you you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but one hundred and ninety-seven point eight billion dollars, Tom. Like, that's all. That's how much <laughs> Bezos has. <laughs> what the? F- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though. It used to like, be like five billion. Like, uh, I don't necessarily I mean, agree a, with him, but like, yeah, like, Ross you know, had the about extreme. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily has, agree I with that. But it's like, how much with that people that have money like that yeah. have some sort of issues, dude? Like, is it liquid? Is it liquid cash? Like, can he fucking dive into it like Scrooge McDuck? You can't just probably. Like I was saying though, you can't just give people money. Like, you can't just give people a bunch of money because then it would it would devalue it. People have to work for it and things like that. So you have to build stuff that creates an economy, that creates an infrastructure. You know what I'm saying? How come none you of these go to areas that have nothing, right? No, and no build, has said, build roads and hospitals and, yeah. and 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 stores and and everything they need in these areas. Boom, all over the world. Do billionaires and put farming a cap on and teach people how to do it and and yeah, and they uh, don't want progress. and and um like you know pay teachers and educators. And trainers to train and teach people all over the world, you know. So Elon, like that right there, you know, all these billionaires, you know. But hey, hey, you know, they could all do that. I think it'd be a great idea, dude. No billionaire, but Elon Musk, including has surpassed Jeff Bezos. Oh, he did. As of yesterday. Well, because he was two hundred and thirty billion dollars. Well, yeah, and then he was richer than him like a year ago. I think Bill Gates would be the richest person if he didn't give tons of money away. Okay. Right. So, okay, so maybe at a certain point, be careful with Bill your Gates desire. But but basically, I think what sets so back fire. to what 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 I was getting into is that you know what sets uh, somebody who ends up financially poor. You know, maybe they do have a lot of love in their heart and and they do find some happiness. But um, when you're 
basically poor, you don't have the desire to be rich, which which also a lot of other things fall by the wayside, by you know. The way so side. to break the chain, you gotta have that desire, you know. Um, and that was like the third third quote from Napoleon there on on Tom's list, but um, for sure. You so have the desire, man. You, you have to, you know, put that as you know in your head and make it your mantra and, and move towards it. So my I gr- have the my desire, gr- but I also am kind of just waiting for the apocalypse to hit, like any day. <laughs> Yeah, like, right? it kind of feels unstable at times. I know what you mean. Just like, just imagine. Could, could you imagine what it was like for like our like, like our parents money. though? Like Cold War shit. Like they mm. they, they thought they were going to get nuked. Mm-hmm. There's always this fear factory. It's a fear factory. Always pushing, sure, pushing, pushing, pushing. You know, my grandpa always said, it was like I'm ready my for grandpa that. always told me to never. Either way, you know, you're never poor. <laughs> you're only poor in the mind if you're poor. Like you mm. might be a little broke sometimes. One of the broke, greatest yeah. things it's that never never call yourself poor. Just that I, like hey, even if you don't have a lot of money, like you're not poor. That's so what grandpa always said, poor a, a poor, poor attitude leads to being poor. Mm-hmm. Equals, you're poor. You're broke. <laughs> so fucking uh, that was from the 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 dictation of fixation podcast uh, episode. I believe he says something to that effect. I always mince the meat, the words, make them uh, turn them into a Frankism. I think I do that subconsciously just so I can plagiarize legally. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Bring some instruments to play. Just start having like a a honky tonk hoedown in the studio. I mean, we could do it whatever we want. It is our podcast. Hmm. Um, You know, we'll probably even have some guests on eventually. Could maybe get a ukulele. I'll always get going on on booking guests and shit, you know. And it's like, yeah, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it. And then it's like, fuck, you know. Well, I need uh, uh, Chris McDonald. Yeah, I think we'll do Chris McDonald. Let's get him. Christopher McDonald. Yeah, Christopher. Well, Christopher. I don't. I don't have a way to get him, you know. So um, I mean, you do not. No. Could probably I don't, I don't to, think like, that Christopher Roadhouse would Pizza and ask do him it. where he lives. But he might want to. I don't know. Go to Roadhouse Pizza. So Halloween's coming up. Definitely one of my favorite holidays. What do I you like, What do you I think? Like Halloween. You like Halloween? It's cool. Drew, yeah. you like Halloween? I do, yes. I took I lo- some great I Halloween pictures uh, last year. Nice. I wore a pumpkin on my head. It was pretty sick. I wanted to get a Sasquatch Me mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I want like I looked at uh, they yeah, had a sweet a Sasquatch costume online, but it's like five hundred dollars, like the legit one. You should get like you a know? Harry and the Henderson and, and the and the the head is like a foot taller than your head, and like your eyes are like way down here, and so ever, like the Sasquatch oh, is a foot taller than however head? tall yeah. you are. Big old brain. And it's a, but it's a professional That's costume. It's bad. made by like this company that makes costumes for Hollywood, you know? Wait, so it's you, like legit. Are you being serious? Yeah, but I didn't buy it. I'm <laughs> saying I looked up like Sasquatch costumes online and like that was like the legit oh, okay. one. But I just want, I was like, I'll just get a mask. I don't you know? even know what I'm going to be. And I'll just be, I could just be Sasquatch mask. But, uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm really bad <laughs> at Halloween, bro. I don't I'm always next, dress up. There's always next year, Tom. What'd you say? Who, what? I'm bad at Halloween. I'm just bad at, at coming up with my costume on time or putting enough thought into it ahead of time because yeah. it always sneaks up. And then I don't know what. And then it's always like Halloween day. And you're like, oh, we got to go. There's a party. Where's a party? I think I'm Who's just going to go as like a know, <laughs> myself. That's crazy. Tara has been making amazing costumes for so long. And then right. also now 
there's almost you guys got a crazy costume it, thing going on it for really you. yeah it feels like there's almost an obligation couple to be like we need to we need to put one it down when it comes other, to the to the, the costumes you know or just um, like step it up from last year or I'll show you guys the coat that she made and it's fucking incredible like it's How an eight, it's an eight hundred dollar coat like it's wild and oh my god what I'm gonna do this year is gonna it's gonna be good I'm telling you it's gonna be awesome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are you guys gonna go to like a Halloween party or something yeah, well, uh, sixty grits playing up there at the Sky Park. There. I was gonna say, how many years has, has we're on the thirtieth? Uh, Halloween on the 29th. They played a lot of years. Yep, a lot of times. I've opened for them once. Me who? and April. Who did sixty grit? Where? Sky Park. For who? For sixty grit. Oh, the band. Sixty grit. It's a band on the mountain, right? Yeah. Yes, I've dope. I've Local had band. the pleasure of band. spotlight. Pretty good. Of opening you for them the time. numerous times. They're sweet we baby boys. We know. They are. And yeah, I'm actually playing the day after. But uh, this coat right here, Tara made that coat. Is that Oswald? Oh, because it was like, oh, yep. it cost a, a bunch of money, Danny so DeVito? she just made it, huh? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. oh you so were the penguin what? last year? Yep. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. This is this year. Wow, you're gonna be Danny DeVito penguin? Yeah, yeah, really. Dude. The real deal, oh, bro. Damn, man, bro. You, you were so gross. I I'm gonna miss it. Real deal, dude. You were such a gross penguin, dude. We got it. I, I got it all that. going on. The monocle. I, I mean, that's the nose. That's definitely one of the best Batman films. Batman Fucking Returns. Batman Returns. Yeah. yeah. Dark movie, dude. She made very the, dark. That's a gothic dark. Best film, one. Dude. She made the um, Christopher Walken. Here, I'll show you the. Wow. She made Chris the, Walken. Uh, yeah, he's in it for sure. The, Michelle Pfeiffer, the, you know the cul-de-sac fucking wig thing, and you everything. You get this little man. pointy nose and all that. I'll tell you, but I, I'm like, dude, it's totally worth it when like you, you look at the amount Wait, of work. Is, is that she does. Be, uh... She's going to be Catwoman. That's what I thought. Yeah, oh, and, then okay. and then Frankie's Frank going to be Batman. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. And Frankie actually has a Batmobile <laughs> that straps around his waist. But he also has this super legit uh, little Batman costume. Oh, it's fucking, it's nice. For our listeners out there, so, like, cool, this dude. family is like. Yeah, it's going to be cool, like dude. Your ideal family spotlight Halloween costume. It's always good. Looking well, badass. You know, enter year. in some sort of national contest, Looking Frank. Super cool you know? I'm going to do it. Hey, dude. whatever happened with your, uh, did you win the contest? Nah, man, I made it top 10, and then it moved on. You made on. it to top 10? Yeah, I was top 10, and then they bounced How it. many were there in the contest originally? Like 20? I don't 20? know. They never, it was probably Sparkman like five Halloween people, dude, you know? <laughs> five, five people? Yeah. There were five total people. I made the top <laughs> 10. So I was number six. It's just like a... It's Somehow a I was outside the realm of how many people there were. It's a know. total racket, Tom. Bam. No, I'm just super bummed, you know, because I thought I had it in the bag with my dad bod. Oh, the dad bod? Dang, did I just miss? Yeah. Were you guys talking about There's it? There's definitely now? a better dad bod out there than you. Yeah, there was. Definitely, dude. There was. Some, 100%. Dude. I don't know. It depends on, you know, just how I'm using my postures. You're right, yeah. That's right. And what what angle the photo's in? My postures, bro. In the shadow, portrait. the time of day you, that d- the photo's taken. You gotta put taken. portrait mode on. Like where the sunlight is. Studio lighting, low moonlight. Yeah, you should have got like a shot Change from above, tense. like going down. Mm-hmm. I think, and you like a, like an angle more at like the front, like towards your Drop face, like good, yeah. you know. 
It would have been. Kind of want something in the foreground. If it was a, diff- a better small. angle, you probably would have won. The, you probably needed two oh lighting God, guys. Dude, raccoons last year. And a script editor. The fucking raccoon family. Are you the one that showed me the video of the raccoon guy that oh. had like 50 raccoons, or was it my wife? Oh my God, no, it wasn't me, dude. Did, did you see, see that video? Guy. Did you, you didn't see that video? No. Oh my God. Dude, he lives with what, raccoons? Yeah, no, raccoons? it's disturbing, though. To me, it is because you shouldn't feed wild animals, but this guy clearly has been feeding the raccoons for who knows how long, dude. Are they massive? Oh, dude, there's the like, biggest raccoons man, there's like 25 raccoons, dude. I'm not even exaggerating that live by his house because he won. feeds them, and some of them are like super we like, won. obese. That's how you win a Halloween costume. Oh, I, rem- I remember that. You guys, I won. remember that. You guys are well, you guys win a lot, I think, you know, because they're always my... like homemade and awesome. That was so my design there with the That's trash can. I'm saying the, the Sparkman family kills it Halloween. Oh, my God. Jesus. I was meant to be a raccoon, everyone. Yep. It's true. Just yep. cuddly as a little woodland critter. Yep, yep. Oh, you know. So anyways, you well, know. here it is, dude. Stay the fuck out of my trash, Obviously, though. I'm not going to show you this whole video. <laughs> and I'm going to turn it down. All right. What? So what is this? This is the raccoon guy, right? Yeah. Raccoon guy. I don't know, well, dude. You know. Like, people like that, they're just asking to get their face bit and well, stuff, the thing you is, know? is, like, you know, you should feed. You're going to get your thighs Hey, raccoons yeah. will infest. Like, I told you that story about that, uh, that, uh, campground we stayed out off of PCH like up north where the place was infested with raccoons. Look at this. Did you so it starts them? out like that, right? It starts out like this where There's like a bunch outside of, you see a bunch of raccoons. Yeah, a bunch of coons outside then, the door. If you go further into the video Turns like, in I got coons here. Well at you this know? point Turns it's just like hanging out with them, you know? Oh dude. Right? And then why does he think that's okay, bro? He's sitting outside with them on the bench. And then he's just like big raccoons. Yeah, they're obese because he's been feeding them for probably like years. <gasps> yeah, dude, look oh, how big they are. No. Looks like about they're like yeah. 20. Super. Look at this. Look at this part, dude. He just has these. These are these wild raccoons just like surrounding him. Frozen. He's got a little raccoon sticks. hat on. He's got a raccoon hat on. Yeah, he frozen loves them. Fish fucking fat raccoons. Well, well, like, frozen vegetarian uh, frickatoms. Frozen. F- <laughs> Yeah, those those are fish dicks. Yeah, those are those are Frank and Tom fish dicks. Or were those Frank's fish dicks? Or those Tom's fish dicks? Frank and Tom. That was a flash in the pan, boys. Yeah, he does. He's got tons of raccoons, dude. Once again, does it get better? You don't want to get three mountain kids talking about fucking raccoons on the radio. It's funny if you watch it. To me, it's kind of funny if you watch it because, I mean, if you watch it and listen to it. But, yeah, if you look at all these raccoons, every single one of them are, like, super overweight, dude. Oh, my God. You know? The funny part is just when he sits down with them and they're just all over him, dude. He's just got a whole, you know? he's got a whole Tupperware like, container dad, full of Like, he's pockets. their dad, dude. Just like one by one, dropping well, them. Uh, in, yo, he's throwing, no, he's feeding them hot dogs right there, dude. Into their hot dogs, I, like I, crazy, dude. I, and they're like, yeah. I think I told you guys that I recently was everything. Uh, listen to the audio book where the red fern grows. All I could really? picture right there, all, all right. I could picture right there was fucking coon hounds just ripping those coons. <laughs> oh <my laughs> just, just, just tearing in uh, there. Uh, oh, yeah. Like potato just chips and dog food and stuff just thrown out there. Like, like what he fed them wasn't enough already. That's all that kid. Like, they didn't do. already eat enough. They are know? all so fat. Yeah. They are all so fat. <laughs> eat them like crazy, be dude. 
They're his friends, oh, though. God, they love man. him, dude. If he feeds them I'll tell you what, you know, dude. Hey, sodium. raccoons are super cool, you know, but hey, leave them in the wild, people. Not Do oily. not feed the wild animals. If you ever come to the mountains or go to the wild or you see them in your yard, just let them be. Yep. On the way home from Calamesa today, I noticed a bunch of parents out of outside of schools holding up signs. Today was the day that you that, that everyone was to hold their kid home. From what? To uh, to protest to something. In protests of their child children's medical freedom. Straight and up. I, I stayed I home. That's why I stayed home. Now having, and that's why Drew stayed home today, which is adorable. Thanks. He in stayed so- home from school. In solidarity. Yep. Yeah, Drew's still in ninth grade. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Like it, I, Tom and I talk about it all the time because like we, we're pretty sure it's illegal that he hangs out with us, but we don't, I don't know. Well, whatever. he's, I mean, he's like our age. Yeah, but he's in ninth grade. Yeah. So that's just. I don't know. Yeah. I could. It's just possible I could have made that up. Laws confuse me. Well, I'm gonna get there. I could have made that one up. of these they years. They do. No, but anyways, to see everybody out there, I was I was pumped, man. Team. I was like, right on. You know, like this is what America's all about. It's all about you know getting out there and um, you know making your voice be heard, whether it be on a sidewalk or you know your posts here and there, whatever, whatever you believe in. You exactly. know, um, let your voice be heard and. Um, I'm always really, uh, I always just enjoy it. I enjoy both sides, to be honest. Any side, really. I enjoy people um, using freedom and... Um, utilizing their freedom. Utilizing. I don't get to do that very often. So. Um, well, Drew lives in a dictatorship. No, I just have a boring yeah. life. Ever since Russia well, me- took a over mental, Drew. A mental dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, I remember when <laughs> Russia took over it. Drew. That's right, Russia. That's sad. He's a KGB. Is that what they call yeah. it? He's a KGB uh, you're a agent. Fucking, you're yeah. a Russian spy. The fact that we said that, dude, they like show up at his house tonight. Like the CIA just shows up at his house. We never see Drew again. Like no one ever sees him again. Yeah, because it's Drew. Drew said it. Not They're us. Like, we I, know you speak Russian. Drew's like, uh, that'd be crazy. They they just they're like they're like one seven four dash thirteen, and Drew's just like, God, I'm gonna be allowed because you're done. Fucking starts. Fucking <laughs> just activate. They activated. <laughs> yeah, they knew he I'm didn't get me out. He didn't even know. They've been activating this guy at random <laughs> for years. Somebody will walk up to Drew and be like, "Yes, That'd be amazing. But no, no, no. I He's activated for 20 minutes, does his job. I mean, that doesn't happen to people like me, though. That, uh, mm-hmm. That'll happen to Christian Slater, not me. You think that happens to him? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, wait yeah. a minute. Is Christian Slater still alive? Yeah, I was watching this new TV show that's on like one of those things, Netflix or something, and he's on. He's on it. Okay. Looks exactly the same as he did 20 years ago. Oh, Christian Slater. Oh yeah, gets for sure. He's a, he's a well, there was that. CIA. Did you ever see that movie yeah. about that guy that was the uh, game show host from like the 70s that like was actually in like the CIA or oh, something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. What the fuck yeah. is his name? Yeah. Just like as a plant or what? Yeah, dude, he was like a spy the whole time, dude. Like they, as he was in Hollywood for like, they made a whole movie about it, man. And I don't know if it's a hundred. I think it might be true. I don't know. Seemed like it could have been true. Yeah, it's it's so wild how much of that shit you know like took place 
and everybody's just like whatever like it we're just cruising with it like well, you know there's there's probably other people out there they're like, like at in, woodstock and shit like they're just be like fucking spies. feds just serving up lsd mm-hmm. or like fucking probably yeah rolling no, around like, the there's mud, like huh? yeah and there's like a like rolling around the mud yeah like certain concerts you know they dose everybody just to see what happens and fucking wild just shit, uh dude. doing tests on the hippies mm-hmm. yeah dude the poor they hippies, were down dude. with it they didn't the care. hippies are sweet innocent they they were, oh people. yeah yeah bill gates and all of them yeah i like yeah, the sure. i uh, i like david ferguson's old song the hippies, the are, hippies, pussies. Are, pussies. hippies <laughs> are pussies with no follow yeah. through that's a, that was a good one i like that one yeah it's yeah. good uh yeah, we got a ho- original point. home recording of that that we recorded at my house down in VOE back in 05. That's what's up. Where he's all drunk. Yeah, I it. wanted to tell Manuel he that. He sings uh, like three of his songs we on have, there. Remember we got Manuel doing People keep the bumping the mic. Blues. It's like people keep walking in drunk, talking. Yeah. Like It's kind of it's cool, dude. Remember that Lonely Whiskey Blues <coughs> that, he, that he recorded and, and Manuel was singing it too? I think so. I yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Manuel's a sweet baby boy. Baby boy. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. Where? I uh, experienced this just recently. Shared my experiences. Just now getting over the fear because I got to deal with my decisions. <laughs> there it is. Nah, you'll be all right. Yeah, You're for sure. You're going to be all right. You're going to be better than all right. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, dude. Always, man. You're going to take all your... Your begotten skills. Yeah. So some DNA sequencing of Viking bones is apparently going to rewrite history, guys. What? Because they weren't all Scandinavians. Who were they? Well, some of them were uh, Russians. Yep. As we all know, the Vikings would pillage and raid their way across Europe and everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And... um, yeah. So with new cutting-edge DNA they sequencing also, yeah. of more than 400 Viking skeletons from archaeological sites scattered across Europe and Greenland, mm. they're hoping to rewrite history books. That's cool, dude. Yep. Rewrite history. Skeletons from these famous Viking burial sites in Scotland. What are they going to do? Like create people? Were taken them? and... Um, Grow a the identities were verified that they were buried Vikings. So that's um, cool. Anyways, that's how they got it there. Oh. And and what? So what? Are, what are we saying? What right? Are they rewriting? Well, you know, it's, they you were know. Asian guys. Okay. Okay. Um, we had some Asians. Well, the some of, you know the Vikings would go to Asia. Yeah. You know? Raid, they would raid, raid, raid wow. and History's yeah. been snatch up and then France, mm. you know, and all that, mm. dude. And all like they it. remember, and then they. It's crazy because like they they don't get the the credit that they deserve for actually discovering North America. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously they didn't discover North America because there were already humans living on North America for like fifteen thousand years. I just love that they probably didn't even oh, give a shit about there's discovering. There's also new huh? discovery about uh, who they believe. Wait, what did you say, Frank? I I was gonna say, do you think they even gave a shit about discovering? Like, how badass to be a well, Viking, they, right? You're just mobbing, like, mm-hmm. fucking 100 ships or whatever, and then you just hit land, well, and like, you're like, I, mean, I don't give a fuck about this land, I, I want to kill! I mean, I don't yeah, know how I don't know how accurate that show Vikings is. I only watched, you watch like, the whole series. Yeah. I only watched the first, like, two oh, seasons. Yeah, but, dude, like, for sure. when he goes and finds, 
England, he's in search of it because they're trying to find more valuable spices and 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 met like certain precious metals yeah, and all yeah, that, yeah. you know, they and, just total. and like and trying and also just trying to conquer. But they didn't even try to conquer areas and take them over. No, they just, they just raided things when they needed <laughs> yeah. when they needed something, right, Frank? Yeah. Yeah. They Roll were just going yearly ships. raids yeah. to get what they needed for the coming year. It's like they didn't try to like expand their empire. That's probably why they're the people ended up dying off. You know, they never tried to like make, create a bigger, vast empire. Like they went to England, and they they went to North America, and they tried to survive, and then they decided not to stay. Can you imagine if we were all seven feet tall, four hundred pounds? We wouldn't fit well, in this studio. The Vikings studio. weren't all seven feet tall, right? We wouldn't. There were I, big people. I shrink myself imagine. down with my gorilla posture. Some of them probably were. I just end up being like, no, little fucking no men. We're that's the size we ways. are. Like on average, we're the size that we are on average because that's the size that that's the most survivable size. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know. Because there used to be bigger humans, smaller. smaller. There used to be people that we would consider giants that were like ten feet tall. I think there the used to be people that were super. There were whole true, like whole entire colonies of people that were little. Yeah. But like, you know, like hobbits. But like, Can you imagine if we were, were the ones that the survived. Same, you know? but just shrunken down. Robert Wadlow, the tallest man in the world right now, measures eight, eight feet. Eight. Two point eight inches tall. Okay. That's a lot of bones. It's pretty tall. That's lots. He of probably bones, has bro. that like giantism, big some sort of big giantism like, disease or something, dude. Mm-hmm. But uh, just a lot of weight. How much does he weigh? Oh yeah, I was gonna say they also uh, recently, Frank. They also uh, they have also recently. He died s- at thirty-eight. Yeah, you wow. can't. That's the thing. Like you can't. You don't live as long when you're that big. Unfortunately, rest Sorry. in peace to that man, Robert. He was actually a little taller than the other guy. Sorry, guys. What were you saying, Tom? Oh, they just recently were saying that they looked at, they were looking uh, carbon dating or not carbon dating, but trying to figure out like where exactly Native Americans like originally came from, because they originally thought that they were from a this certain tribe in uh, in Japan. I think Japan, dude, where they like found. Traces of their DNA. Oh, that's know, cool. Something like that. But now, actually, makes sense. But now, uh, scientists believe it was from like some other area. Yoti Amgi uh, is two feet one inches tall. As a person, as the smallest man alive. The smallest man. Alive. The smallest man alive. Two He's feet. only two feet tall, but he'll. F- <laughs> it's just you he'll know dunk on you yeah i could yeah he'll dunk on your ass That's right he'll fucking dunk on your he'll ass. roundhouse your ass hell yeah every day man it's a pleasure to Talk be shit. in everybody's Roundhouse. hearts and homes weekly um it's also fun to indulge you guys with our you know comedic uh sensibilities if you will with the fucking commercials and stuff so Thanks for having fun with the Frank and Tom show. I think you guys are all a blessing. Um, Going off of what we like to go off of every podcast next week or this coming week or whatever you've got going on, try to just get on top of it by knowing what you're going to do. 
prepare yourself a little bit and um it'll go a long way you know um i've got a lot of work ahead of me so i've got to just put my positive outlook i got to put my positive mental attitude forward and let that medallion shine so that's like raining though that's a funny thing oh see look at you over there Getting all negative, Drew. Jeez. Damn, man. I loved it. It rained today. It was nice. I liked it. Oh man, you know what I I love? What is that? What is that DreamWorks movie where they're all we'll um, we'll different colors for their attitudes? Have you guys seen that one? What is it? Where they're all different like attitudes? Uh, the, the DreamWorks film. Oh Who, yeah, who's yeah. In it? Every every emotion is a character. Yeah, every, they're all different emotions. It's awesome. Okay, what is cool. I don't know it's incredible. I so many. I was trip. I was. Uh, I was. Uh, looking at like uh, where Native American people come from, and it's interesting to me how like how when they when the the people came from where they think is like Siberia or like like the parts of Asia or whatever. Like why how they didn't keep any record of it. Like the people from native from America, the Native Americans, they never really knew well, like where way, their way, ancestors way came from. Like they never still. they never paid attention, I guess, to that. The continents were still separating. I don't know why. Well they walked over the they walked across the uh when it was Bearing frozen. The ice. Yeah, where uh, where the to Alaska or some shit. From Russia to Alaska. <laughs> 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 I think it's super interesting. I would like. I know. Using my fingers as the visual. It's wild. I'll have yeah, to look more into it. All right. Well. Well, cool. Thank you, everybody, for joining the Frank and Tom Show again for another weekly episode. Thank you. We have utilized our time. It's been fun. And uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good week. Bye, everyone. Bye.